to the Young NBA's podcast. And hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Young NBA Analyst Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be going over my thoughts on the start of the season. It's a, it's a few games in, a decent amount of games in, and a lot has to, has to be talked about, a lot has happened, and a lot of surprising things have happened. So I'm just going to give you my thoughts on the regular season in general, and with that being said, let's start off. And to start things off, I'm just going to go over some teams that have had a very hot start to the season, starting off with the Pacers. They're playing great on both offense and defense. Victor Oladipo's looking pretty good. DeMontis Sabonis is playing absolutely amazing right now, so props to him. Malcolm Brogdon has been playing pretty well. He's been pretty efficient. And Miles Turner is currently leading the league in blocks right now with, I believe, 4.1. The Pacers are pretty high in defensive rating, some like 7th or 8th or something like that. And they're also pretty high in offensive rating as well. Just a great team, and they're probably one of those teams that can probably stay consistent. They've been playing great and having an incredible start to the season, but chances are that they may actually be pretty consistent. I don't know how well they're going to stay, because right now they're about a 2 seed or so in the East, and I don't think that's going to stay, but I definitely think they're going to make the playoffs. I didn't think so at the start of the season, but the way they've been playing 100%, they're going to make the playoffs. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Indiana Pacers. Moving on to Atlanta Hawks, this team has just been absolutely on fire. Trey Young, of course, has been playing like an MVP candidate. He's, he's doing everything right. And the Hawks' depth is proven to be pretty scary. They have John Collins, Daniil Gallinari, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and all their, all their guys are just playing great. We want to talk about DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Kevin Herter. Everyone on that team is doing their role, doing their thing. And overall, it's working. They're playing very well. I don't know how consistent they're going to be, but right now, they're killing it. So, yeah. Moving on to the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker's been playing great. CP3 has been playing pretty good as well. And overall, there's a lot of guys on that team playing very well. And I do have a lot of faith in the Phoenix Suns in general because, I mean, they're pretty high in the Western Conference right now, and I do believe that the big three of Booker, CP3, and Aiton is going to be pretty deadly in the playoffs. I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs, and it'll be interesting because we're going to see Devin Booker playing in the playoffs for the first time. Because if we're talking about like this Donovan Mitchell versus Devin Booker debate, which is one of the biggest debates in the NBA right now, my take is Mitchell, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, one of the arguments for Mitchell is that he's one of the best young playoff performers in the NBA, which isn't up for debate, by the way. Uh, but well, Devin Booker hasn't played in the playoffs yet. We're going to see that. So we're going to see how well he plays in the playoffs and how that can contrast to Donovan Mitchell. So um, that's going to be pretty interesting. And last thing I want to talk about that's had a very hot start is the Philadelphia 76ers. They are currently number 1 in the East and they've really been surprising me because I'm going to be I'm going to be completely honest, I haven't had a lot of faith in the Sixers over these past few years. Honestly, I just I didn't really believe in this team, but they're starting to make me a believer. Even because Embiid is playing really well, like an MVP candidate, Simmons is playing well. I think they have great fit on like last season. They're being coached much better with Doc Rivers, although I'm not sure how it's going to work in the playoffs. But overall, I, it's, it's tough because they look like a great team, but I still don't think they're better than the Bucks, Nets, Celtics, or Heat. I 100% don't think they're better, and honestly, I could see the Hawks getting a higher seed than them in the end. 
So I don't think they're going to make it past the first round, but they very well could, and they could very well push it to like a seven-game series with any of the top four teams that I mentioned. Moving on to some teams that have not had the best start, starting with the Raptors. I don't know what it is with the Raptors. Their rotations have been a little weird. I mean, they're not playing valuable guys like Matt Thomas and Malachi Flynn as much as I believe they should. And there have been some guys who just don't look like themselves, mainly Pascal Siakam. He just looked, he just hasn't looked like himself. And it's starting to improve, but at the same time, we still need to see more from him. There are many guys who just we need to see more from. Van Vliet starting to turn things around after a very slow start, but Norman Powell still not playing great. Uh, but of course, there are some um, some exceptions to this. Lowry's still playing great. OG, although he's not shooting the ball well, overall he's playing great defense and looking pretty solid. And Chris Boucher has had a great start to the year. Uh, Aaron Baines is not at all what we thought he would be. He's not playing nearly as good as I thought he would. So overall, this this Raptors team just there's a, there's some guys who are playing great and some guys who just aren't. Majority aren't playing too well. And they just need to be playing better. Like Nick Nurse literally said, like they just need to be playing better. There's no real fix at this point. We just need them to keep to be playing at their full potential, which I think they will do. They are starting to turn things around. They got a big win last night, so that should be good for them. And the Wizards have not had a great start either. Overall, I think their guys are playing decent. Like Russ is playing pretty well. Beal's playing pretty well. Already has a 60-point game in the books. But overall, this team is just not doing too good. And the main problem is actually their defense. Bradley Beal said, quote, we can't guard a parked car, which I think is pretty funny. But, I mean, overall, their defense has just not been good, which is kind of consistent. They weren't good defensively last year. It hasn't improved any bit this year. So it's still going to be a very big concern for them come playoff time if they even make the playoffs because that's up for question now. And the Nuggets also haven't been playing too well. Now, they haven't been playing as bad as the Wizards and Raptors to start the season. But overall, they're just not quite playing as well as we thought they would. They're not playing quite up to the expectations that we have for them. Jamal Murray seems to be not playing as well as in the playoffs, which I did expect. I think like a lot of people were a little overhyping Jamal Murray. And listen, I love Jamal Murray, okay? I'm a huge fan of Jamal Murray, but people were really overhyping him after that insane playoff run he had, which no one should take away from him. That was legendary. But he's starting to get back to something that we really well know him for, although he is improved from last season, though. Jokic is playing like an MVP candidate. Like Jokic is the is the big reason why the Nuggets haven't been playing absolutely terrible because Jokic has just been playing extremely well, and I think that's going to easily stay very, very consistent. So, now we're moving on to some different players that I think it's worth mentioning their start to the season. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I just want to talk about them for a minute because that duo has been insane in Boston. Without Kemba, with Kemba being out, it's really opened up the floor for those two to really, really thrive. Jalen Brown has been playing absolutely incredible. But I just need to say one thing. People got to chill out, okay? Because... Especially Celtics fans. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of hype for Jalen Brown, which he deserves. I get it. I'm hyping up Jalen Brown, too. I made a post on my Instagram about how he's my early candidate for most improved player. I think he's the early pick for most improved player this year because he's playing absolutely out of his mind. But I'm already seeing Celtics fans saying that like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are equal and that neither is better than the other. 
there's like people hyping up Jalen Brown into something that he's not, and I don't want him to get into the similar situation that Jamal Murray had or Tyler Hero had. After they've been playing very well, people are overhyping. Jalen Brown is great, but some people gotta chill out. Okay, like I think he is gonna stay pretty consistent throughout the season, although his shots will decrease when Kemba comes back. So that'll probably dip it a little bit, dip his stats a little bit. But overall, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Jalen Brown. And, of course, Jason Tatum is playing like the superstar. We all know he can be, and I think he's going to climb the rankings this year. He's been coming through pretty clutch. And overall, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, great start to the NBA season. Also, Chris Middleton has been playing pretty well himself. Just being the second option on the Bucks, great overall. And let's let's take a minute to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks here. Because Milwaukee Bucks, I mean, although a lot of their guys have been playing pretty well, their offense still looks kind of dull, the same it was last season. I don't know what it is, they just haven't really innovated their offense, which is kind of hurting them a little bit. But overall, they're still playing pretty well. Giannis is, is pretty pretty dominant, hasn't changed much from last season. Of course, Middleton's playing much better. Drew Holiday is looking like a great asset. And Dante DiVincenzo, their new starting shooting guard, who I believe is the most underrated player in the NBA, is playing great, having a good, great season. And Brooke Lopez has been playing good. A lot of people were concerned about their depth coming into the season because they gave up a lot of like valuable guys in the trade for Drew Holiday, and they lost a couple other guys. So we're questioning their depth, but it's looking pretty good. A lot of the role players are filling in their roles, like Pat Connaughton, and Thanasis and DJ Augustine, Brian Forrest, Bobby Portis. These guys are filling in their role. They're doing what they need to be doing, and the Bucks are looking pretty deep, and their depth is looking pretty good. So respect to them for making that work. And I mentioned Trey Young earlier, but I didn't really get, touch on exactly what I needed to say. All I said was he was playing like an MVP candidate, but Trey Young, like, yeah, he's been playing insane. And the comparisons, the arguments made about him last season were just completely invalid at this point. I think a lot of people were saying he couldn't win. He's not playing. He's bad on defense, absolutely horrible on defense and everything. He's not a winning player. Okay, well, the winning the winning argument is just completely blown out of the water now that we've seen what he's been doing with his new Hawks team. And the defense argument, I mean, like, come on. Like, that's not his role. He doesn't need to be a good defender. And if anything, his offensive production makes up for his lack, whatever he lacks on the defensive end. But, I mean, the, he, players don't need to be good defenders. I don't think a lot of people realize that. So, Trae Young doesn't need to be a good defensive player. He just needs to be a good offensive player. And he's an incredible offensive player. He's an offensive superstar. He's been doing what he needs to do. And he's starting to draw the comparisons to Luka again. Because Luka hasn't been playing amazing, but he's been playing decently well to start the season. Nothing special. And last season, it was kind of made clear that Luka was the seriously better player, and it wasn't a debate. And we kind of all agreed on that as NBA fans. But this season, Trey Young's starting to bring back those comparisons. I still think Luka is the better player, and many people would agree with me when I say that. But just know that it's starting to become close, and Trey Young's starting to make major leaps in his NBA career. Another team I want to mention is the Brooklyn Nets, because they have been playing pretty, pretty well. I will say, and Kevin Durant, ever 
like I have to I have to talk about Kevin Durant for a second because Kevin Durant we know that he came off that Achilles injury and we weren't sure what he was gonna be. Some people thought maybe eighty percent of himself, which would still be really good. Maybe like not quite to where he was, but he's looking like he's picking up right where he left off. He's really playing well, and it's it's great to see, honestly, because very few players co- come back like their old selves from Achilles injuries. Maybe like one or two guys maybe did. But Durant's coming back, so he's going to make it a third. Kyrie's playing great. Karis LeVert is looking like a top six man of the year candidate, which is really interesting because I imagine Karis LeVert coming off the starting lineup. He's going to be in the starting lineup, but they decided to play him off the bench so he could like maximize his production and be able to like lead lead the bench. And it's been it's proven to be a very smart decision. Now he is starting to start a little bit more with the uh, loss of Spencer Dinwiddie, but I'm hoping that he's still going to come off the bench because it's an amazing role for him. And I think overall the race is between him and Goran Dragic, who I'm going to talk about in a minute with the Miami Heat. But overall, the Nets have been playing pretty, pretty well. And I think that with the duo of Kyrie and KD, they can make it far. Like, when I when the season first started, I took the Bucks over the Nets, but I did recognize it was close. And I keep self-inflicting on that. I'm like, nah, it's the Bucks or nah, it's the Nets. Like, on a weekly basis, I keep changing my mind. Right now, it's at the Bucks, but that could very well change. Who knows? And now I'm going to talk about the Miami Heat and Goran Dragic because I see a lot of people kind of doubting them again but don't sleep on the heat again okay we all learned from like last last season okay they made the finals they literally made the finals and people slept on them i'm not saying they're going to make the finals again in fact i think the eastern Conference finals is 100 going to be a bucks nets eastern Conference finals matchup but i'm just saying like the heat are going to do some damage and they're going to be a tough tough team to beat they're arguably better than the celtics who everyone seems to be hyping up right now and they really, they really are. Obviously, Jimmy Butler has been playing, has been playing too well. But we know what he's capable of. Bam has been playing great. Goran Dragic has had an incredible start to the season. And like I mentioned, it, the race is really between Karis LeVert and Goran Dragic for the sixth man of the year. It, that could change, but that's my mind right now. And Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, they've all been playing well. So he is still a team that we're gonna have to watch out for. Another team we got to look for is the Golden State Warriors because the Golden State Warriors, obviously Curry's been playing out of his mind, dropped 62 recently, and he's really playing like an MVP candidate. Like, don't be surprised if he actually wins MVP. I've said it a few times, like, players are playing like an MVP candidate, but Curry's one of those guys that may actually win the MVP. And it's a very real possibility based on the way he's been playing. The Warriors haven't been playing as bad as I thought. There are some role players that aren't playing too well. But there are some guys that are definitely playing better than expected. The Portland Trail Blazers. It's kind of interesting with the Blazers. Because Dame had a rough start to the season. And I wanted to include him with like... I want to include the Blazers with negative teams, but at the same time, they haven't been playing that bad as a team. And I was going to talk about Dame as a guy who's having a slow start, but not really because, I mean, Dame did have a slow start to the season, but he's really been turning things around recently, and now he's playing well. CJ's been playing well all throughout, and overall, I still have a lot of faith in this Blazers team. And I could go on and on and talk about many teams. If you want to talk about the Mavericks, Luka Doncic, like I said, hasn't been playing too well, but we know what he's capable of. And Utah Jazz have been playing pretty well with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and all of them. So my 
my thought, I just wanted to, like, give you guys, like, my thoughts, like, what I'm thinking. Uh, not really any sort of, like, an organized set thing, but just my overall thoughts. Like I said in the beginning, this has been a very big surprise for a lot of teams. Some teams are coming out extremely hot, some teams not so much, and at this point, it's so hard to predict what's going to happen by the time the playoffs come around. Like, it's so hard to predict the playoff seedings based on, like, what they've been showing us, and, but... It's still pretty early, and it's still pretty early to make full judgments because we don't know what's going to be consistent and what's not. That's kind of tough to tell at this point because we're, we're looking at some teams where they might they might be staying at the same level. Like I said, like the Pacers might be doing that. And overall, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see about that. And there's, there may be some teams that are going to turn around, players... Maybe playing worse or be playing better. I don't know. It's all kind of tough to tell at this point. I think it's very early. But just be on the lookout. Keep watching the games. The games are playing incredible. And there's a lot of guys who I, all, those I also didn't mention. And now that I say that, I also just want really want to talk about one other thing. Julius Randle and the New York Knicks. Okay? This will be probably my last thoughts. Because Julius Randle and the New York Knicks have been playing absolutely Incredible. Sorry, this just popped on my mind, so I have to I have to say something about it. Julius Randle has been playing very well, and he's a top candidate for the Most Improved Player. And overall, the the Knicks have really surpassed expectations, and it's looking like they're definitely gonna be fighting for a playoff spot. I don't know if they're gonna get there, but it's definitely gonna be very close. They're definitely going to be fighting for a playoff spot, and if they get there, hey, then props to them. But Overall, they've had some great guys playing well, and Julius Randle has been playing incredible scoring and playmaking everything. It's really, really good to see. So, with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you next time.